Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Hello, I'm Daniel. This teaching we're going to talk about today is Objects and Poisons are Seeds of Virtue. Objects and Poisons are Seeds of Virtue. And sometimes this teaching is called Three Objects, Three Poisons, and Three Seeds of Virtue, which is a little bit... uh, A little bit more confusing, muddies the waters a bit. So I just call it, Objects and Poisons are Seeds of Virtue. I think it's a little bit confusing to say that, so I'm going to unpack it some. Objects refers to people. Now, that's we don't think of people as objects, right? That's not an okay way to think about this. And so I wonder if this Objects and Poisons are Seeds of Virtue could have been translated better, probably. But... It helps, I, to me, it helps to think about high school English class where we learned the difference between a subject and an object, right? So if we're talking about other people and our relationship to them, then I'm the subject and the other person's the object. It's object in that sense. It's not object in the sense that my chair is an object, right? It's object as opposed to subject, So in the context of this slogan, people are described as objects, and they're described as coming in three categories. And those categories are friends, enemies, and neutrals. I would rather describe them as people we like, people we don't like, and people we are indifferent toward. For example, strangers or people we just barely know. So those are the three objects. People we like, people we dislike, and then people we don't have an opinion about. And next I will talk about the three poisons. It's another group of three. And these are attachments, aversion, and ignorance. So you can see, if you think about it for a minute, it kind of goes along the same lines as the three kinds of people. Sometimes the words used for these, rather than attachment, aversion, and ignorance, sometimes people like to use the words greed, hatred, and delusion. And sometimes they like to use passion, aggression, and ignorance instead of attachment, aversion, and ignorance. All of these versions are are fine ways to talk about it. These three things are described as the primary source of our suffering in life. So attachment is our tendency to want everything all the time. We want control. We want material possessions. We want Really, all the objects of our desire. We want everything, and we want it all right this minute. We are often 
obsessed with the things we want. Attaching great importance to having things and having things be exactly the way we want them to be. And this does not always serve us. We can steal a lot of our own joy by just always wishing things were different and always wishing we had everything we wanted. The truth that we don't like to think about is your life's never going to be perfect and you're never going to have everything arranged exactly the way you want. Aversion is our tendency to want to avoid things that are unpleasant. So it's, it's similar, whereas the first one was we want everything to be pleasant. The second one is I want these things to be away from me. I want to get rid of the things I don't want. Aversion is what makes us lash out at the world and make enemies out of everything all the time. It is get that away from me. It is, it is that feeling like I don't want to be uncomfortable for a few minutes. You know what I mean? I don't want to be uncomfortable for a few minutes. I want to be comfortable all the time. Sometimes we tend to have an expectation and that's a tough thing. We tend to have an expectation that life's not going to have difficulty And so if you've ever been in a situation, and of course you have, where like you're driving and a light turns red at the worst possible time and you're in a hurry and you have to stop, right? And it's really nobody's fault, but we can get so irritated. And I mean, what are we getting irritated at? I guess the universe, because it's, it's, again, I'm not talking about when somebody cuts you off. I'm talking about when just for no reason, circumstances are slowing you down when you're in a hurry. That is aversion, when that makes you upset, when that drives you crazy, when that ruins your day, that is aversion. And, you know, we can really cling to that. We can really hold on to that sometimes. You know, I've, I've had the experience where I have a bad day at work and then I get home and I'm mean to my family, right? And I think we've all had that sort of experience. We really carry this around and we inflict our suffering on others. We inflict our suffering on others. And then finally is ignorance. Sometimes that's called delusion. And it is just our lack of understanding, our inability to see our situation and our relationship to the world around us clearly. Our inability to see our situation and our relationship to the world around us clearly. If you've ever been just really afraid of something happening and then it happens and it's not that bad. That was ignorance. If you ever think, well, once I get this thing, I'll be finally happy and everything will be great. And then you get the thing and then you're not all that happy. That's ignorance too. So these are in a way all tied together, but ignorance is just not seeing the world clearly, not seeing the world clearly. So in a way, that's, that's the one that our meditation practice helps us with the most because it helps us to gain some, some clarity. Although, to be fair, clarity helps all three of these because we tend to not hold on to things so tightly, whether it's our, our comfort in being away from the things we don't want or our desire for the things we do want. All these things we hold on a little bit more loosely if we have a diligent and dedicated meditation practice. So, 
why, why in the world would we call these seeds of virtue? Why would we call these seeds of virtue? It seems counterintuitive because the slogan is saying these things, these the things we are really attached to that we hold on very tightly and the things we really want to push away and then the things that are blah, these can be used in our practice in a positive way. I think of uh, sort of flip the script, right? Sort of, well, what can we do? How can we use this instead? How can we use this instead? And the way, really, the reason why we can think of these as seeds of virtue is when we reflect and we just spend a little bit of time reflecting and we realize these are fundamental to the human condition. Which means... Everyone we encounter is struggling with these same things we are. With, I want this, I do not want that, and I don't care about this. Everyone. And when we realize that, can that help us relate to other people a little better? Can it help us think When we see someone lashing out, can we realize that they are acting out of that aversion and not think they're a bad person, but instead we think, oh, they're acting out of aversion. I wonder what's going on. I should try to learn more about this, or at least I shouldn't judge them so harshly, right? And and it's the same with, with attachment. If we see somebody chasing after things all the time and they're never fulfilled, and we see that, I think. It's the same thing. We can, we can meet them with more compassion. We can meet the world with more compassion when we just realize, oh, these things I'm struggling with, everyone is struggling with these. We don't always think that way. Somehow we tend to think that we're sort of walled off and we're different from Humanity. We're different from everyone around us. We don't empathize very well a lot of the time. We don't recognize that many of our struggles are being shared by others. So that is what makes this a seed of virtue, or we could call it a seed of compassion instead. It's just just learning, just coming to an understanding that this awful thing that's happening to me is happening to everyone around all the time. And because it is, we can connect to each other. It can be a seed of virtue. It can be a way for us to connect to other people and to be sympathetic and to be open with others too. We can be open with other people because of our struggles. Because of our struggles. I've heard it said 
I've heard it said that your wounds can be part of your strength. Your wounds can be part of your strength. So the times in life when you've been kicked in the heart, the times in life where you've had struggles, those can be part of your strength. These are things that can help us in dealing with other people. Can help us in dealing with other people. And that's sort of what we're talking about here. We're talking about, man, I am wounded. I am wounded by life. And, you know, I can sit around and just be sad about that. Or I can try to empower myself. And I can try to use that woundedness to help others instead. To help others instead. Sometimes it's those people that have had the greatest tragedies that are most able to help others too. Other, other times it's not. Let's be clear. Other times it's not. But that's what we want to learn how to do is learn how to see our weaknesses, see the things we struggle with the most, and then figure out how to use that. At the very least as an inspiration to have warm feelings towards others, to have compassion, to have kindness, because we should treat everyone with kindness because everyone is struggling. Everyone in this world is fighting a hard battle. Everyone. Even the people that really seem like they're not having a hard life, well, they are. They are. They still are at the very least seeing people they care about suffer and get sick and die, and they're themselves getting... I mean, I'm sorry for being so blunt, but they themselves are slowly, you know, seeing their bodies fall apart just like we all are. And it's a way all human beings should be able to relate. I think sometimes we act like people that are stuck in a burning building together and we're arguing about the furniture instead of trying to escape the fire, instead of trying to work together to put out the fire. How's that? We're arguing about the furniture instead of trying to work together to put out the fire. And that's no way to live. And we are better than that. Or at least we should be. So, um, that's all. I just wanted to talk about seeds of virtue. The way we cling to things and people. The way we push away things and people. These are things that can be seeds for our compassion instead of just being our struggles and having no use for us. They can be seeds of our compassion. So that's it. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.